Today we meditate on the gospel of uh, the visit that Jesus pays to the Pharisee, Simon, who is inviting him, and also where he encounters the woman who is a public sinner. Um, the first thing we notice here is a stark contrast. You cannot draw a sharper contrast between someone who is, you know, a Pharisee and keeps the, the law of Israel to the letter and a public sinner, a prostitute or a uh, woman of bad reputation uh, who is a public sinner. So um, the normal thing would be that Jesus would be obviously close to the Pharisee and, and would reject this woman, but his assessment is very different. He goes by the, the fruits of love, actually how much they, they love. And he notices that while the Pharisee omits all these many details of hospitality, the woman is showing such devotion and love and through that a great faith and great confidence in the words of Christ and in his person, who he is. Basically, she's believing in him as the Messiah, as the Son of God, uh, by, in, you know, in, that's in, kind of implicit in her actions and in, in the change of life that they, they signify. Um, so that, that's the first thing to just be, be you know, marvel at uh, what the Lord says in the other gospel we read last week about a good fruit is known, a good tree is known by the fruit uh, can be seen here, uh, illustrated in this too, uh, that, that in the way they treat Christ, in the way they react to Jesus. Then you can also notice this, that I, I love this in this gospel, and that's how Jesus is so perceptive. He can tell what... He, can, he noticed all the details that are going on and all the things that Simon has missed in hospitality toward him. And yet he, he was very patient until the moment that Simon started to judge him and judge the woman. And that's when he said, Simon, I have something to tell you. So notice how much he is, he, um, he takes everything in. He's very much connected with all that's going on. He's not aloof or, you know, in a sort of faraway galaxy mentally. He's not uh, someone who is absent-minded, but rather very, very much in tune with what, what's going on, but not, not anxious at the same time. He's not correcting everything at, at once. He's very uh, calm. Uh, but that doesn't mean that he is afraid of talking or speaking up. He is very much straightforward up front when he notices that that's the best thing to do. And that's the way, the best way uh, to get Simon the Pharisee to react in a good way. So that's the second character trait to observing Christ, and I, I admire that very much in him. It's uh, such has such a practical wisdom on how to lead others and how to interact with them. And another detail, a passing detail here, is also that it's hard to know whether the forgiveness is the result of the loving actions of the woman, right? She does these things, and therefore Christ forgives her or whether uh, she is forgiven because, um, or sorry, because she's forgiven, then she loves. It's, it's a bit of a, it seems like both are implied, right, uh, in the phrase of Christ. Well, I read it this way. It's possible that this woman has sensed in the preaching of Christ and maybe in a gesture that he's had that he is willing to forgive her, that, that basically God is forgiving her, or she has heard in his preaching that there's this possibility of a change of life and you can be forgiven. And so she comes into this home of the Pharisee convicted that she can start afresh and she can change and be forgiven. So she already has that assurance of the forgiveness she's going to receive in her heart. And that's why she acts in this loving way. 
and then the Lord kind of confirms that, that that judgment or that forgiveness publicly in that. So um, that could be the sequence of events, and that's why uh, the Lord says it that way, that she's already sensed that as a possibility. Uh, it's also interesting to note here that, um, you know, sin and and a life of sin and a life of love are incompatible, really. You know, we have to leave one to start the other. Um, you know, the, clearly the woman is able to have this devotion and love towards the Lord because she's willing to change her life. Um, whereas Simon is kind of hardened in, even if his sins are kind of smaller, maybe sins of judge, judgment and hardness and pride, still unable to love. Um, you know, and that, that applies to us as well. It's hard to really love other people around us uh, and love the Lord while we hold on to, you know, some form of pride or anger or laziness, lust, you know, envy. It's, it's, it's hard to say consciously, I hold on to, I grip, I hold these sins and I, I don't want to change them and still love. It's very difficult. It, it's, you, cannot, you lose the energy to love if you do that. So enter the, into the scene of this gospel with your imagination. It's a wonderful gospel to imagine and play the, the action here and imagine all the, the faces, the reactions. And also think, you know, how am I returning to the Lord? How am I loving him in return for all that he has forgiven me?